Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Welcome to another episode of What Did He Said Podcast. It's your boy Chingo Blingo with the big tamarindo. Beep, beep, beep. Beep, beep, beep. High energy today. I'm fresh out of YouTube jail. Matter of fact, I'm still in YouTube jail. We also have Mighty Soul in the building. Hey. AKA Her Way. That's a lot of energy right there. No, I'm saying? Two R's. Two Her R's. Way. Edway. And we have that boy, the m- number one podcast producer in the nation, man. Already Pulitzer Prize winning, voted, em- Emmy voted. nominated, uh, never to be impeached from this position, uh, producer Rob. Hello, everybody. This is episode 91, guys. Ooh. <gasps> that means we're nine away. That means we're from the big hundo. We need to make some big decisions here. Yeah. As Very the tour soon. wraps up, maybe, you know, like, another event after that. Like another baby? Is that what you, that's what it Whoa, sounded like? Whoa. I thought we already talked about that. That's what it sounded like. We got big decisions. That's, I'm far from that type of decision. Right. You fixed yet? They fixed you? I hell no. Are you going to get down? fixed? No. What? Are you? I'm not fixed yet. Uh, I know. I said, are you going to? Yes. Yeah. Why? What, what you saying? The woman should be the one to get fixed? Yeah. No, that. it's worse for us. Yeah. It's harder on right? us. Right? I'm sure I could Google one for the other, you know? Like, I can confirm your bias or confirm mine. No, I'm serious. I Put would do it. It didn't it? do yeah. none for me. I mean, I don't want to have any more, you know, so I, I'm down. But you read that on BuzzFeed or what? No, it's like legit, real well, it's true. It's like in and out for men. It's in and out for men. Yeah. You guys just no, go in. You, you just chose. move your draws to the side. Yeah. That's all you really do. You move your draws to the side and they just, they, Snip. they, mm-hmm. they just, you know, they just squeeze the back of your nuts mm-hmm. real hard. Yeah. And then that's it. And you out. You out of there. With females, they got to put y'all asleep, right? Like yep. put y'all under type of thing. Yeah, I know it's a procedure, you know, but it's I think it's a principle. I'm just kidding. <laughs> he's like, yeah, but just dig myself. Speaking for the patriarchy. Yeah. Speaking for the males. He's trying to be like an alt comic up here. But right? I um, right. I did tell him like if that if we are going to decide this, then I'd like for it to happen immediately after the tour is over. Uh, if y'all hear computer uh, noises, that's because my wife is a mogul. <laughs> and she actually has to go speak after this. She has a speaking engagement. I have a speaking. Rob, are you coming out? You and you and Don should come. Yeah, well, actually, she wanted to. Where's uh? It's the, at that WeWork place. It's a, a. I guess they just they're trying. I think they're trying to work together so that more people know about WeWork. Okay. Um. So it's in the area. Dope. Um, WeWork need to work on their prices, and then more people can know about. WeWork. Yeah, WeWork. <laughs> we looked it up when we were trying to find like what if we wanted to do to Did convert. We? Did we? I looked it up. Uh, I did. There's a place in Edo that's similar that I, I, I forget how I found out. I was. But over. you know what's funny? They try to sell you though with free coffee. Um, They're like, we got a ping pong table, bitch. Like yeah, all the, they have really cool amenities, but yeah. it's. The They're like, we got a little room over here. It's you can like a campus. Make a phone. We're call. paying for the amenities, basically. Uh-huh. You know like what a, I'm saying? It's like a big building. You can make a phone. Would they have a payphone on the wall? Uh, they figured it out. They're like, we're gonna get a one big building <laughs> and then the chop wall. it up. That's yeah, hilarious. Gonna chop it up into little units, and then bam, you're gonna get buku rent. 
you know, I don't know where this podcast is going to go. It's going to be all over the place because everyone's on a different kind of high energy. Uh-huh. But when you say that, like I've been uh, reading a lot of people that are like investing in like storage units and just like like figuring out how to do cash flow that way. So they, storage units? Yeah. What you mean? They just like, get a piece of land and they uh-huh. put some storage units on there. And mm. then basically like it, it's real estate. It's commercial real estate in that sense. Mm-hmm. So Interesting. Yeah. yeah, it is because uh, from what I learned last was that a couple of days ago at the DJMV Cesar Pino? Oh, you went to that real estate? Yeah, thing. Oh, I didn't we know you did. went. Yeah. yeah, we actually did. I forgot to tell you. Very cool. Uh, uh, yeah, that commercial property. I guess apartments. Once it hits how many units and up? Four. Is five. that what it is? Five, five, four or five. Something like it's considered that. commercial. But yeah. uh, but yeah, we we got our sights set on a duplex. Like we're thinking duplex next move. Hey, duplex. You know yeah, it might it, it might happen like sooner. No than more later. single family units. Oh, they got you on that, huh? So just yeah. in general, like we want to make sure that it's it's. Mo- oh damn, we double filming over here. Hello. Oh, I need it. I need it for my blog. Okay. Uh, I just need like some B roll. Yeah. Telling no, you YouTube, baby. Do you think baby. that I can I can take it from the from there? Oh, you could, yeah. Joseph right? could rip Joseph it from. Joseph could rip it, right, Joe? Once this goes up. Okay, perfect. All right, then I won't do this. And so you it's not distracting. It. There yeah. you go. We need all of Mighty Soul right yeah, now. Yeah, we do. Give me all of you. Oh. oh my God. Give you all of me. Let me find out that was played at y'all's wedding. Y'all's, nah. y'all's two nah. people wedding. Nah, we was at the courthouse. <laughs> oh, the engineer. Hey, why you gotta tell everybody, man? <laughs> what you doing at the courthouse? <laughs> uh, getting married. <laughs> Aren't you single bling? Uh, I'm trying to trick her into getting married before she see all my flaws. Uh, she's seeing them all slowly, bit by bit. <laughs> it's trickling year, it's, year after year. Uh, oh, my my uh, studio guy. That, you know, I've been back in the lab. You know what I'm talking about? Yo, you tease the people way too you much. You know what I'm talking about? I gave them too much. You could tell, like, anytime a rapper uploads a little clip, it's like they're really proud of, the, of that little verse. It's like, <laughs> come on, bro. You put it on your feed, you're really proud of those bars. But anyway, the engineer was like, Oh, so hey man, you uh, uh, shout out to kid. He's like, hey man, you uh, you Hispanic married or you married married? I'm like, <laughs> what I'm like bitch, <laughs> what is like, that? What mean? the hell is Hispanic is married? He's like, you know, like uh, we go together, so you know, we it's like we married. That's how. And I was like, I was like, no, my fucker, I'm for real married. Like, like courthouse, legit. like in front of the judge, everything. Mm, so I'm the other part of what he was saying. Like you say, you married. You're Hispanic. You're oh yeah, you're Hispanic married. Yeah, yeah. yeah Technically, right. I guess you fall into that category. <laughs> Okay, I really want to know the science behind that. I know you've talked about it, but you just, is it the fact that there's a paper that commits you guys that makes you feel like you don't want to be Fear of commitment, Rob. You know, know, the irony in that is that I I commit to shit like no other. But when it comes to that, and I would love if the listeners actually chimed in, because there's no way that all of the Hispanic uh, demographic that listens to this show is on board with like fully being married like the parents were. I'm starting to think Rob is like real macho. And he's just like, man, ain't no woman finna just own me. Ain't no woman finna just tell me what to do. That's I'm that. starting to think that's what. Puro machismo. Is that what it is? No. Oh. No. Oh. Is it like fear of commitment? Because no. you come from parents that are still married. 100%, yeah. Right? Mm. And so it, I'm curious where you kind of like changed, that changed for you. Man. See, for me, it was so important because my parents were a unity for so long, right? And so they were... Before they divorced, they ended in divorce, right? But well, they were they were a team. They uh, worked together. It was like they started from the bottom together. They worked their way up together. So for me, I always saw that. And crazy, believe it or not, I never heard my parents argue. I, my, if they did it, they did it on their own. Right, mm. and so you didn't, so you don't have PTSD, <laughs> right? Because that's what I got. You don't 100%. have you don't have anxiety from like 
having a long night in third grade. <laughs> you <laughs> no. just tired of shit. You're speaking to my soul with that sentence right there. Yeah. So if they were mad, the, how my sister and I knew they were pissed is on the way to church. There was no music. And that's how we knew they were beefing. It, and we figured it out. We didn't know some. We didn't know why sometimes the rides to church were with no music. That's you know so what I'm saying. Funny. So it was we figured it, it out. It was My just sister a and pressure cooker. <laughs> yeah, waiting to on pop the surface. Off. So Ooh. it was weird because we knew that if the ride to church was silent, we're like, oh, they're mad at each other. But we never heard like. You know, or okay. whatever you know, or if my dad left to go on a truck ride. He was Man trying to shit. cool down <laughs> and handle it differently. You know what I'm saying? So he would cool down and then come back. And I guess maybe they discussed it, mm. but I never saw them discuss it. We, my sister and I never heard like screaming. Um, you didn't have to play referee. Nothing. Right. Name dropping <laughs> never happened in my house either. You didn't hear no bitch, no F you, no. I remember when my parents. I thank them for that well, very much. You so. should. Yeah. So it must have been a big surprise once they told you. It was a they dropped. It was like you dropped a bomb on us, well, on my sister me. and I, because <laughs> they, we came she back. Was like, this should have happened a long time yeah. ago. Well, we came Basically. back from a vacation. We came back from Florida, our yearly Oof, vacation. Even worse, because you're on vacation now. You know, like the whole time they were miserable. Well, that year my dad didn't go with us because he had he was oh. a construction worker and he had he had his own. Uh, company so he had to stay behind because he had a job to finish and he couldn't leave and our summer break was about to be up so my mom couldn't keep we were waiting on my dad but it was like it was raining it you know how construction mm -hmm. is so he's like well y'all go and i'll stay behind right i don't know what happened and then we come back my mom's like um so next year uh, you will be starting school elsewhere and your sister's staying with your dad. Holy shit. And I was shit. like, what's going on? What? I, I, I we're like, you were going to ask me peanut butter or jelly. Uh, it was like, <laughs> oh, we're getting a divorce. I was like, what? How old Wait, are you? Wait, I was already 15. Oh, okay. I was 15. My sister uh, was like 11. Yeah, like 11. I remember when they sat me down. They were like, mijo. But how old you were? I'm an adult, right? You. I'm about to tell you. They were like, mijo, este... Um, pues, I'm sorry, mijo, pero este, <laughs> tu papá y yo nos vamos a divorciar. <laughs> sé que te va a afectar mucho. And I'm like, I'm 30, bro. <laughs> 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 like, I should have been did that. Like, Damn. Why didn't y'all do that a long time ago? Did you um, really ask? Did you ever like get into that? Yeah, I was like, okay, cool. Uh, why the fuck y'all didn't do that shit earlier? <laughs> yeah, I should have been did that. Mm. It's like, well, I don't know what you were putting up with stuff for right mm. for the for the niños yeah even though they're 30 as fuck 30 as fuck yeah. old as fuck you know what uh, to touch on something that myself said is uh and again listeners chime in somewhere instagram uh the youtube when it comes back facebook <laughs> yeah that's but, the uh, next thing we're talking about yeah, i'm trying to build an underground tunnel so i can get a youtube <laughs> what you're saying Escape. about the unity and the, the all the things that you had you know admired growing up like it's I think it's that formality, those formalities of the things that you, you saw growing up and feel like that's what made a good relationship. That's what made a good mm. prosperous future. Right. Like mm -hmm. that's not necessarily the case. Speaking of where are these episodes being uploaded to? Facebook. Facebook. They're, OK. Uh, OK. OK. The full episode. Yeah. Are on after this, we probably need to figure out like, hey, dude, mm -hmm. uh, you going to get another YouTube. <laughs> but that's going to be a cool announcement coming back. Yeah. So sorry. <laughs> what was that question again? Just that. Just like uh, like I, there's something about formalities of that kind of thing, like traditional marriage. Because it embodies like X, Y, Z, you know, unity and closeness and, you know, uh, trust. Like, why does all that embodied only if somebody's married? No, it doesn't mm, have to only no. be like you could be. Or why is that? Why is that precedent so much higher? 
maybe because it's a bigger commitment. It's like you're not just boyfriend girlfriend. So it's almost like if somebody does cheat, it's like oh, well they were just boyfriend girlfriend. Yeah, that's exactly like, how I feel. It's right, like, oh, that's wait, what I'm married. saying though. Like, so for me, like if I like if he and I were boyfriend and girlfriend, we, well, one we wouldn't have had a kid. If we were just boyfriend and girlfriend. First really? Number one. There, there we go to these traditional things. Mm-hmm. That's why I love talking to people about Marisol this kind of don't stuff. Play that type of no, show. I don't do that. Like, I don't want to... Because I didn't grow up in a but home But we like were shacked up. We uh, were shacked up. And my mom was so upset. She was so mad at you it. you want the key. Because shacked up? Because I was shacked yeah, up. She, she was, was like, not... He, he a little rapper. He got a little he's tattoo He's like, he's a rapper. He's got a he got tattoo a that says trill. With a rooster on it. It says trill. It's ¿Sabes like, que es like ¿Sabes Pero que es trill. Él se cree muy trill. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, for me, that was kind of like very important. So for me, I didn't want to be... No, nothing against people who choose not to... You know, <laughs> Pero before, ya before, before, half of the before, fucking yeah, Insta stopped listening. Yeah, before... Él es chingo bling. Ha de tener chingo de viejas. That's exactly what she told <laughs> me. Ha de tener chingo de groupies. Well, she didn't cuss. She doesn't cuss, but she definitely did say... Ha de tener un montón de huercas, todas mañosas. But I'm the number one groupie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey man, that's my wife, dog. <laughs> Shit just got serious, bro. He's like, turn that AC back on, it's hot again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, um yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's, that's just kinda how I felt. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. That's uh, to go back to the original question, I don't know, that's what it is. I just so, like being a contrarian. So you're saying so you're saying it's a double standard that when you are committed as a boyfriend, girlfriend, it all depends on the situation. Like you know, if you and Don are on the same page, then it don't matter what yeah. y'all are. For sure, and that's the, but that's what I'm getting at, too, is that a lot of people end up going through these things because they have the pressure of what the family's going to think, what my parents are going to think. Like, life's not going to be the same because the parents aren't going to be as involved because I'm not married. Like, then all of a sudden, there's this pressure on this couple that shouldn't be there. Yeah, it, it, it all depends, too, on, like, um, on both people's perspective and view. Like, where they're at in their life and how they view marriage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, for sure. So if you're, <coughs> excuse me, <laughs> if you're Peter. like, if you're 40, <laughs> if you're 40 and you found like the one, yeah, come on down. Marty, so motherfucking goddamn hundred percent motherfucking grand prize over here. Hey. Blue ribbon, straight blue ribbon. I said, yeah, yeah, I want that one. You know, they were like, it was like auction, 45, 35, 35. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, uh, you know, I had to lock it in. So it depends. Like if you're, if you're like 18 and you haven't like your the whole front of your brain hadn't even finished growing yeah. and you're just like, but I love her. It's right. like, why? I couldn't have imagined being married in my twenties. No. You know how a lot of people, like I had friends that, that got married young Mm-mm. It's that. That yeah. couldn't have done that. Yeah. I was like, that was my prime party age. Like, I was getting crunk. There was no one boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was Lil like, John will come on. She's like, I can't be married with Lil John. Keep making these hits. <laughs> How the fuck I'm gonna be married when Get Low just came out? <laughs> How yeah, am I take advantage? Just, that wasn't that wasn't like ever a goal for me. I'll be honest with you. Might as well start dancing, see? This is a perfect B-roll right here. Hey! Uh, to the window! <laughs> to the wall! Oh, oh. Is you married? Oh, no, hell no. Oh. <laughs> Is you single? Oh, oh, down to my ball. <laughs> oh, ski, 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 ski. And that is why we will never be nationally syndicated terrestrial radio. <laughs> and that is why we ain't got bosses, because we ain't got to apologize for none of this shit. You know what I'm saying? We saying on here. 
Oh my! It's a goodness. lot of controversy out there. There is. There is. Yeah. I'm glad we found each other at this age, though. We're both way more mature. Mm-hmm. We handle things way more differently. Uh, yeah. We see things just totally different. Totally. So I think you know. No, I'm I'm on it. Like you guys, uh, and don't get me wrong. Like I like people that are actually married and do embody what a real marriage is supposed mm-hmm. to be. Because you know those that are married and you're like, why the fuck are you still together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Bro, she lets me have a man cave. I can, <laughs> I can make beats back here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> rapping is my hobby. That's like my golf. It's yeah. like, hey, babe, can I get studio time? <sighs> I guess you can go to the studio. <laughs> I don't ever say anything. I was like, a schedule. They just tell me so I can put it in. He's playing you know. around with his little beats, with his little friends. <laughs> Making bangers. <laughs> you know Making what I'm talking bangers. about? Dropping bars. I had people like message me, but like, yo, man, because I had screens recorded what you posted oh, nice. and I posted and people were like, yo, when's that coming out? I was like, I wish I knew. I <laughs> wish I knew too. <laughs> I wish I knew. <laughs> I need more studio time. <laughs> it has, it has potential to be like, yo, you could press play from the beginning to end. I like that one too. I thought that one was my favorite to the next one played. It's yeah. like, oh shit, number six, you got to play that one. Dude, yeah. number eight, if they play number 10, it's a wrap. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's how I want it to be. Like just DJ friendly, party friendly, um, you know. That's how my shit is, man. Uh, all the old stuff too, like all like Spotify gives you all the summer rewind and your 2018, you know, and shit. And it's a bunch of like John Mayer mixed with Metallica mixed with Chingo Bling and stuff. And I'm like, people are like, what is with this mix? I'm like, don't judge me. I need to write that down. Oh, no. Summer rewind, because yeah. you know, uh, for next year I'm working on a joke that that has to do with, uh, you know, I used to rap type yeah. of thing, and and I want to do a thing that's like I want to add something to it that's like. Uh, you know, like, yeah, you know, I've been in the studio or something. It's like, you know, people ask for new music. Like, you know, <laughs> I get at least two comments a week or something like that. And it's like, and I got to get on there. Like, it's coming soon, mom. Yeah. <laughs> or something like she's the main one. Um, like, and, then, and, then, and then I might even be like something like, you know, and they play me on the radio too from time to time. But it's always like Summer Rewind or yeah. like taking you back. Here's a little <laughs> something from Jingle Bling. Like, bitch, <laughs> my shit ain't throwback. This on, is new music. They only play me on Thursdays. That's funny. Yeah. Burr, burr, burr. Let me write that shit down. Summer Rewind. Summer Rewind. All right. So <laughs> send it back Sabado. Send it back Sabado. <laughs> That's funny. Send That's it. a good one, baby. That is send a good it one. back Sabado. You remember this. You were in eighth grade. <laughs> it was a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> you were at the park. Here's a little something from Chingo Bling. Like, bitch. I, On the yeah, seesaw. I do remember some of those things. I was in high school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a lot of my stuff was high school humor because it was a it was a time a point in time where it was like, bro, the high school age, like you got that shit on lock. Yeah, like mm. motherfuckers would tell me, and I'd be like, well, you know, I'd be modest with it. It's like, nah, bro, right now the high school kids, like you got that shit. Yeah, just all the stupid, silly shit. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm listening to you started listening to Business Wars, right? Or both of y'all did? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Facebook versus Snapchat is the the newest one that's oh. coming out. So they're uh, they drip them out like when they're new, they drip them out every Wednesday, like a new episode. And going back to that uh, high school thing, like that was an interesting part of how Snapchat ended up taking off initially. It was supposed to be a sexting app, right? It was supposed to be like a dirty app. Oh, Snapchat was. Yeah, oh, like, I didn't you know, know that. Oh. You know, Snapchat, as the kids would call it. Ah, well, interesting. Well, first, well, I mean, people still do it. That's they how do, you pay. But for the reason, the, the how it took off was uh, it started taking off in high schools in California by like 12 to like 15 year olds not the 15 to 25 year olds but they were that was their market right, that's yeah, who they were 18, trying to target 18 to like you uh, know, mid early 20s and anyway it's so a they crazy just got all story. that shit on their servers oh yeah 12 year old 13 year old that's disgusting 
Well, at no, th- no, 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 no. They weren't doing. He's saying that's who took it. Oh, that's, that's yeah. who so started using it. What the twelve-year-olds and thirteen-year-olds ended up doing was just like that. it was their version of sending notes in class. Oh, they weren't sending like little, no, no, little no. nipples. Right, right. That's shit. what. The, that's what, yeah. That's what they wanted it to be. But it totally mm. they took on a life of its own because the younger demographic took it over, and that's what it was like silly, stupid pictures and notes from you know that you would usually pass to the teacher like we did in, in school. That's what it was. Mm. We didn't have cell phones back then. Yeah. Like paper yeah. footballs and shit. Morse code and shit. Mm-hmm. You wrote a letter and then you like put it inside the book and you pass down the book. Damn, I didn't know that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that Duh. one. Duh. <laughs> okay, I didn't know you were slick like that. You know what I'm saying? I start keeping an eye out. I used to, we used to write stuff, throw it away, and then the other person would go take it out of the trash because it wasn't really trash. It was like a letter. Wow. Oh, that's I a love good one. Note. That's yeah. like some jailhouse shit. <laughs> yeah, right? That's the wire, dog. And, um... I never forget this girl was, I guess, wrote a letter to someone else was talking shit about another girl. The teacher confiscated it. Read it out loud. And read it out oh, loud. I was like, they did that to us too. I was like, I can't wait to see Dang. how that fight's going to go down. Like when I was a substitute? <laughs> like a yeah, week. Chingo <laughs> was a substitute. I, I need to have a whole segment of jokes based on the few jobs that I had. The original Summer Rewind. When I was a teacher. Summer Rewind. But uh, it was like a charter school, so the main job was like, just make sure they don't like overdose. <laughs> what? <laughs> Basically, I'm like, uh, do I need to have le- a lesson plan? I was like, I was like, do I need to like go like study the shit? I'm like, I don't know how to teach. I'm not a teacher. It's like, no, no, no. You're just babysitting. Like, how old are the kids? High school. Oh, but they okay. were just. It was like. It was literally like, um, like you know, pregnant and like. Oh, at a charter school. It was, it was a charter school, yeah. Hmm. But they were just like not all charter schools are say, like, like that, though. But you know that. Well, it had that public school vibe. <laughs> Excuse me. I, I forgot school. you went to private school. Oh, I know, right? I went to no prep school. Myself. Okay, sorry. Me, my sell are totally ghetto compared to you. <laughs> no, nah, it was just four years. But um, but yeah, it tripped me out because I was like, so is there a handout? Do I need to collect any work? Do I need to write some shit on a board? Is there an assignment? They're like, no, silly. They're just going to like Silly do rabbit. drugs. Yeah, They're make just sure going to do drugs. Make sure they don't die. They don't kill each other. And that was it. No fentanyl in here. Yeah, it's fucked up. Damn. Wow. Which supposedly all comes from China. China. I know. I was like, are we going to say the I word? I wasn't going to say it. it. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't even going to say it's, it. Ain't it funny how we touched on this last episode. Ain't it funny how like they're able to export censorship? Like we're censoring ourselves mm-hmm. due to, well, not us, but like basketball players anybody doing business over there like uh tiffany and company like a bunch of <laughs> not to be confused with tough, uh, and, company. tough, tough and, company. and company out now her out way. now on her apparel tx.com thank her, you her apparel tx.com pretty much all the way sold out successful release business inquiries at uh com as well yes, for speech you. and engagements uh chingo bling one at gmail thank you if you're trying to get my book or on her website now you know directly oh, yeah, from her yeah. website you know, I'm trying to make sure I don't get cut out. <laughs> He's trying to get my 10 or 20. I ran everything by him anyway, like before, like when the magazine reached out, I was like, this is the second time they've reached out. Do I do it? Do I not do it? I was like, yeah, fine. I'll go ahead and do it. And then when they, they, uh, they speaking engagement that's happening tonight. I was like, do I do it? Do I not do it? I don't know. Like, okay, try let's just out. try it. How do you, you feel know? about it? Like, how do you feel like about going up there and telling your story? I'm okay with it. I guess what 
most people don't know is that I wasn't always Chingo's sidekick. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, you know, like I wasn't always Andy Richter. I, yeah, exactly. Like I just wasn't. We always weren't his, always inseparable. Yeah, we weren't. <laughs> I wasn't always his sidekick, you know? So it was like people don't, I guess, know that at one point I had a job placement agency, you know? She wasn't always sprung. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> so no one knows that, you know, I had a agency that went on for seven years and then, you know, and then I became Chingo's sidekick and. I started and helping him. I'm trying to get. There's a lot of ideas right now, Rob. Mm-hmm, I'm trying mm-hmm. to get her to, um, you know, maybe we, you know, we help her put together like five minutes of stand up or something. Oh yes. And have her go up, maybe not go up cold, but go up like after the first person, and uh, to like, because a lot of people do like they come to the shows, they know her, they ask for her anyway, um, or. Or it could be like towards the end, like when we did the sign language thing and like bring you up or something. Mm. But anyway, I was thinking of doing like a couples therapy type of show type of vibe. A lot of my material for next year is, is going to deal with like relationship stuff, <clears throat> uh, part of it. And so I just figured like, you know, it could be it could be something to where even the females, like even if it's the dude that wanted to come or vice versa, or if it's the female's idea, like, I hope she's there. Maybe I'll get a picture or something. It could be like, oh, and she's on stage. And they could be like screaming. And then it could, you know, it's funny and it's dope. And then it's just variety. Yeah. It's like a couple's type of vibe. For sure. You know I like it. I forgot about that. We did that uh, in Houston. Did y'all do that somewhere else where you went up on stage for uh, the last? Uh, we tried it in, uh, in uh, Dallas. Addison, maybe, yeah. mm. That's cool. Yeah, but, um, I went up there and signed. But, uh, I think yeah. because most people think it's a joke, mm-hmm. they don't really think that I know sign language. I think they think that it's part of his, well, just his yeah. act, you know, like he made it up. So then when it when they saw me on stage actually signing, it was like, oh, wait. So I got a bunch of like DMs like, wait, you really do know sign language? I'm like, yeah, it's not just made up. We just don't. Man, I don't make up jokes. <laughs> if you wanted to go real extra, just you should look like the way he describes you in the bit before the end with the eyelashes <laughs> falling off and the hair. And my hair. I got my, my <laughs> hair in. So right when now. we did the joke, when I did the joke in D.C., I was able to say like, hey, we went to the all deaf Starbucks here in D.C., we went to Galia Del- that oh, that's cool. melted my heart you have no idea and not because we went to the deaf college it just made me feel like okay it has nothing to do with like i don't feel sorry for deaf people whatsoever they don't want you to feel sorry for them mm. either because to them being deaf has is not a handicap that's us hearing people who put a label on them mm. so they're not handicapped they can walk they can do everything we can that's, do. That's you know why, what I'm saying? That's, that's why you're not sti- supposed to say hearing impaired. Yes, but you're not supposed to say. We, we discussed oh, yeah, well, that I learned, last I, time. I, guys, I learned a lot of stuff about this. That way I don't make myself look like exactly. an ass I'm talking in public. So, you know, um, so me going there, when we went to the deaf Starbucks or whatever, it made me feel like, fuck yeah, finally. The hearing world has to see what they have to go through when they go into a Starbucks and know when there's signs and they have to get a notepad and write their fucking little order down, show you the paper, what they want. And then you write down, you take the order. This time it was hearing people go into that Starbucks. There's a a writing pad when you come in and you, the hearing person, Mm -hmm. if you don't know sign language has to write down your order. And there was a guy that went in, was so confused. He was like, what's going on? What's going on? No one here speaks. Use the pad. Use the pad. He's like, He's like looking around, like so confused. You're he was at, like, their, you're on their turf. Yeah. Brother. You know what? Uh, I, I don't know if this is a good comparison, but what I used to do at like loud bars or clubs or whatever, it was just write my shit on my notes and show them my phone because <laughs> he can't hear shit in there. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. They probably uh, thought you would. Do. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so I just kind of felt like it was more like I felt just happy now that, you know, that 
America or more people are starting to be open. Yeah. It was about time. Like, it sucks because, you know, a deaf person just can't go through a fucking drive-thru. You know what I'm saying? It's like they have to drive all the way up if they want to order something, show you the order, and now you're going to hold up the hold up the rest of the line because they're just now getting your order because they're having to read it off of wherever they wrote it. So for them, a lot of times they got to get off, you know, because yeah. not everybody caters. They don't have like a famous deaf person, right? That like represents for deaf culture. I mean, Con- she's an actress. Her name's Marley. Well, she's I can't think of her last. Repping. But, you know, she, like- of course, she supports it. She's been, a, she's won, you know, she's won a ton of awards for her act, for acting and so forth. But, um, I mean, she advocates for, for the deaf as well, but it's not like she, you know, I mean, there's but Rob and I don't know who she is. Yeah, I know. To where, like what you're saying basically is like uh, the cultural aspects of the deaf community and deaf culture are not uh, like, for instance, not every American or not every like just hearing person mm-hmm. is like, oh, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's her name? Marla? Marley. It's, that's like y'all Stevie Wonder <laughs> type of thing. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's a champion and kind of lets you know a little bit. But um, you know who invented the huddle? You know, the football huddle where you come down here like this. Hey, man, look, blue 22. Deaf people? Yes. Mm-hmm. Deaf football teams. Because they couldn't just be chit-chatting with the hands. The other team could read it. So they had to get in that huddle. We're going to do this. Blue 22. What? Real shit. Huh. The more you know, everybody. The more you know. And that's why y'all tune in every week. Matlin is the last name. Sorry. M-A-T-L-I-N. Is she white? She's white. Yeah. M-E-T-H-O-D, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we need a Latin representative, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, so that's what... Okay, so legit, legit, funny you say this. Um, so I went to go interpret the other day, and I was talking to my client, who's Hispanic. Um, and before he moved, before he was here in Houston, he lived in California. So he's never really 100% adjusted to Houston because he felt like he was a big-time surfer. So it, that surfing isn't here. You know what I'm saying? Shit water. Um, go to Galveston. Shit. You know, so a Catch lot of things that he loved to do when he Catch was in California. Needle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's not able to do here. Little, so that's always what flesh eating bacteria to <laughs> your leg real yeah, quick. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so a lot of his, like for him, it's like his vacations are always in California. So he takes his kids to California. That's his thing. Anyway, we were talking. I said, I found a Latino deaf organization in california i somebody somebody that follows me sent me the video of a woman who started this organization in california because both her sons are deaf so she opened up the doors to her own home created base that's like me turning my back patio into a school for immigrants if you don't speak if you don't speak american sign language you go there to learn american sign language because it's not a universal language for those of you who don't know. So if you're from Germany, you speak German sign language. If you're from Mexico, you speak Mexican sign language. Oh, so you ASL, don't American, American sign, language. sign language. So you don't speak this. So, so if you're from a foreign country, you're going to come learn English. So you're going to come learn American sign language. Mexican sign language. <laughs> so you, she MSL. offers this there, you know. So she started this because of her boys you know she saw that there was no support and so it was like i looked her up and i was like what so i reached out to her i said i will be living in california for three months next year i want to volunteer Mm. and she was like we'd be happy to take you just go on our website you know Uh, she's like do you know sign language and i kind of kind of gave her my whole spiel i said yes no you don't know who i am yeah no (laughs) so the the reason for that it's funny because i looked up to see if there is a hispanic or latino deaf organization here and there isn't one so i was like i want to find like i want to learn from from them 
and maybe expand it to here. Do you know, once a month. Yeah, and so mm. maybe like ask her like, what would it take for us to get something like what you have started where it's still part of your organization that you kicked off. We follow your structure because what she did is a lot of work yeah. to be able to be a, a nonprofit organization mm-hmm. takes a lot of work. So she's done basically the, the groundwork. Yeah. And so I'm just curious to see what it would take for us to open kind of like a franchise, a model. franchise of yeah. you over here. Or you know satellite what I'm saying? Version. Exactly. So I would love to do that. It would make, my heart happy and I feel like I was in, uh, I'm giving back to the community. You know what I'm saying? Because when I, when my office was out of the deaf center, we offered American sign language classes. So I taught ASL one there. Mm. So I had a bunch of people that, you know, came from El Salvador who were refugees. Um, uh, what is that? Bhutan, Bhutan, Bhutan. It's like, in what'd the, you call me? <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I just know the sign. Damn it. What? Boudin? Boudin? Boudin. Boudin? Boudin? Boudin's good. good. It is good. <laughs> Everybody uh, got hungry. <laughs> Ooh, the spicy kind? Yeah. Mm, I want to go there. Um, what are you talking about? Poutan? <laughs> hey, oh, Poutan? Where, where are we going with this guy? Poutan? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Joe, wait till you get some of that over there, Joe. You, you're going to really be like, <laughs> hey, man, you know the Poutan? <laughs> I finally got a little try. <laughs> hey. Damn, I can't even remember how you... What's Pootie the, Pie. You anyway, know. because of them, I tried. Um, anyway, put it to me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they didn't know any American Sign Language. So teaching them was the hardest thing mm. in the world because we couldn't communicate. They're, they, I didn't speak their language. They didn't speak mine. So it was like literally showing you this and then doing the sign for it. And then Oof, I'd ask vocal. them, I'd tell them, you what's this, you know? And then they'd sign it back to me. And it was just like, wow, my brain just felt like it was overworking. Like it was just like, oh my God. So anything that the vocabulary, so starting with the ABCs, it's like, you know, even that. So it was really interesting. It was like very fun, but that's the only center available for deaf. That's the only one. Hmm. So um, there's career recovery, which is where I interned from. And um, I honestly don't know if they still offer deaf services there. But um, the Lillian Beard Deaf Connection Center in Spring Branch, which is crazy. I told Pete this a long time ago was I am from Spring Branch. So I grew up driving up and down that. And I used to always think, wow, there's a deaf church. That's awesome. That's all I thought about it. Mm. It was like, that's so dope. There's a deaf church, you know. So forward, you know, however many years after my office ended up being out of the deaf church. Uh, Is that not crazy? Like how just the world just, you know how shit just happens yeah. in life. It's just crazy. So anyway, um, so yeah, so then we started our, our, our job placement or, uh, uh, agency and I was based out of the deaf center. So we just, we not only serviced the clients that were sent to me by the state, but also anybody who walked in there received our services for free. They were for free, but the ones that sent it from the state, I got paid for. So damn fascinating. Yeah, it was a it, it was the most rewarding job in the world. It felt so good to hear someone say, thank you so much for getting me helping me get this job. I wouldn't have been able to do it. And thank you so much for staying and, and training me to do the job. Like it, I felt so good every day, like every day felt it was a very rewarding thing for me every day. That's what I'm saying. I don't feel sorry for deaf people. There's nothing to feel sorry for them about because they do everything you and I do. They drive and every I hate it when someone would say, so whenever, cause you go in as a liaison between the deaf person and the employers, like, so, um, 
so who drops them off at work? I'm like, they got a job, bro. I mean, they have a car. They drive here. Like just because they can't hear. Just because they can't hear, they can't. They're not dumb. They're not deaf and dumb. But like that was the that was the label they had for so many years in the past, you know. So, uh, yeah. So it was just kind of one of those things. And so to me, it's like I'm not deaf, but I'm very deaf proud. And I, you know, I. She she's so about deaf culture. She keeps her phone on deaf mode. (laughs) Oh my god! Where blinks? Yeah, it does blink. That's how much she is about deaf culture. So. Now yeah, so I'm, I'm happy because I'll get to speak about that tonight at the at the yeah. thing. And so um, and basically what I learned from it and how, you know, anytime I try to open up a new business now, I really do my research versus, uh, you know, diving, I in. diving in. Yeah. So I'm excited. And, I, it's, um, and y'all learn something today. Deaf people invented the huddle. <laughs> there That's you a go. big takeaway from the day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, um uh kind of kind of a segue here i was gonna bring this up earlier when we we're talking about marriage and formalities and stuff how do you guys feel about the holidays like falls upon us thanksgiving to almost anybody still already shaking her head no well uh it depends on like the situation because a big part of it the pros could be like oh it's a, a beautiful time to have some kind of like spend time with your family and uh, come up with traditions and make memories and shit like that but then there's like Fuck, I overate. You know, it all depends on how you're going to shoot yourself in the foot. Like, I fucking, my diet went to shit because it was the holidays and I had to eat the whole pie by myself. <laughs> I had to. You know, grandma made that good-ass mashed potatoes. Had to have the whole bowl of that. Uh, that could kind of, uh, what's the word, self-sabotage you. Yeah. Where now you just, now you're mad at yourself. Now you're feeling guilty. Now you're just going through this loop. Um, or sometimes, like, when some family just be on some other shit and it's like, fuck, you got to go mm. make time. They're on some other shit. Yeah. But, um what are some other potential cons i just don't like the gift giving stuff like i just feel like um i mean my girls is a different thing i guess but like um i always tell my mom and my sister like do not give me anything like when they ask me like what do you want nothing there's nothing there's mm-hmm. nothing i That's feel what i tell my family too but they end up giving me a little something anyway yeah. i'm like i'm good I'm yeah like my sister stuff. will say okay yeah. well can i give you at least a starbucks card sure i'm not gonna say no to a starbucks card you know what i'm saying it's like okay but like, don't like my mom was trying to give me money for my birthday. I'm like, I don't want your money. Nah. Like, take your money. Like, no, you know what I'm saying? It was like, um, so for me, that's where it gets hard. And then I guess now for me, it's, this is what's harder. Baby, I heard a recession is coming. So you might want to start taking the money. <laughs> <laughs> you know, with, with trade, what happens in other countries, it all affects us too. It's the trickle effect. Yes, so go ahead is. and get the money before um, they, before one day they announce on TV, like, Hey, 90% of money is digital right now, but uh, let's go ahead and make it 100%. Go ahead and bring your cash. Get I it hope out, you bought your Bitcoin. Get yeah. it out your mattress and uh, come get digitized, player. Yeah, right? One day, as maybe. It is, as it is, 90% of money is digital. Mm-hmm. It's just numbers moving from one account to the other. Nobody's showing up. to Them skyscrapers, nobody's showing up with duffel bags full of cash like, all right, let's do this. Oh, let's go back to what you were talking about, about the DJ Envy thing that you learned. That what, what, what any big takeaways? Or? Yeah. So in a nutshell, this is what this is how I'm impressed, man. And what um, was it too? Because I, I wasn't sure what it was. I knew it was a real estate so, like a yeah, seminar. Yeah. Basically, in a nutshell, it's it's them, and they also had so they're like the headliners of the show, but they also had like the opening acts. Basically, it's like uh-huh. it might be like a real estate lawyer that's breaking down why you might want to set up an LLC, mm-hmm. or it might be like a, a mortgage guy that's in explaining conventional loans and stuff like that. So, long story short, that dude, uh, if you look on YouTube, uh, Caesar Pina, Dominican cat from New Jersey, 
went to jail for a hot little two years or something for probably like slang and some little shit. But he learned he self-taught with real estate and he started with um, one one house. And um, I think he like flipped that or something Then he took that money, bought like two or some shit and just kept building it to where eventually he was like, all right, I just want to get to where I'm making five thousand dollars after expenses just from rentals per month. Just cash flow. Just cash flow. Five G's. That's the goal. And then he said, once I hit that goal, then it was, all right, well, fuck, let's do 10. And then 10 to 15, then 15 to 20. Long story short, they moved up from single families to duplexes to threes to fours to fives to commercial to where it's like. To where they bought a school school now. And they made it a six. They're making it a A 60 60 unit unit. apartment. They're talking about buying a private jet so they could travel easier. Mm -hmm. Uh, All his assets were 60 million. And he has a thousand units of rentals coming in. So it's a thousand and he doesn't have to deal with the headaches because he gets five to ten percent to a, a person that manages it, collects the money, and if there's like a stove that went out or a broken window, they 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 deal with the headaches. Mm. So it was very inspirational because he's saying like, you know, shit. He's the proof. He's talking to you in in hip hop layman terms. Like, look, man, this is how you do it. And uh, if I did it, you could do it. Type mm-hmm. of shit. Yeah. And then and they didn't. Ch- I mean, they charged a hundred bucks, but yeah. it's like. If you leave empowered, you leave informed, and you leave inspired, <clears throat> then shit is worth it. So I already, we were already in the process of like uh, getting a um, a house mm-hmm. for uh, like another house for just for us to maybe move from here. But I was like, hey, pause, press the brakes. Let's get a duplex. Let's get a two. Even if we stay here, let's go ahead and get two more rents from somewhere else. And that's the goal. Do some more multifamily. Because look, this is how I look at it. You know, from my from my perspective, <clears throat> all of my twenties and like half of my early thirties were na- navigating show business uh, from a Tex-Mex underground independent point of view that was at one point dependent on record stores and a thing called CDs. So you're literally navigating an industry that's like changing. So, you know, what you don't want to do, what you don't want to be, is like, you know, an entertainer or somebody. Who, or even somebody works a regular job, but after X amount of years, it's like, okay, so what what do we have to show besides rims or jewelry or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever? Yeah. So the moral of the story is, um, you know, thankfully my big sister, when I was just young in the game, and she probably just saw me buying rims and stupid <laughs> shit, she was like, hey, let's look at your finances. Let's get a budget going. Let's, you know, boom, you got enough for down payment here. Uh, let's go ahead and get your house. Let's get you another one. And then, I was like, nah, I want to go back to having rims. And, you know, some new jewelry came out. And, you know, I got to let these motherfuckers know, you know, you got to look at my grill. Like, bitch, respect. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, with a down payment around your neck. So, <laughs> so long story short, uh, you know, shit, I'm 40. So from 40 to 50, if God willing, we do like Envy. DJ Envy said he did 100 units this year. 100 deals, 100 mm-hmm. flips or 100 whatever deals uh, this year alone. So if, you know, if you're blessed enough to do 100 after 10 years, there go your thousand right there. I love the subject of all this stuff because uh, it wasn't really talked about growing up. Right. So there's a lot of financial illiteracy that I had Someone to overcome. Someone DM'd me that and said, I would love it if you would sit down and actually do a video about the budgeting. Right. Mm. You know how I think I mentioned oh, yeah, it on the something. Dave Ramsey stuff. Like the so envelopes. someone said, like, can you please like sit down? He's like, she's like. Because she was saying how she made so many mistakes in her early years that because it was never talked in her about it in her home, mm-hmm. 
um, she basically had to teach herself. So after after she graduated high school, it was like she's on her own now. So it's like get a job. She's like so. You know, this whole thing about saving for retirement. She's like, I didn't realize how important it was. I, I didn't know if my parents were doing it. And if they were, they never talked about it. And it was like or college or college or anything like that. So, so, you know what I'm saying? It was like, like, for example, it was such a big deal to me to have been accepted to um, A&M. A&M. And when I told my dad, his first reaction was like, why do you want to go out of town? <laughs> he's like, why don't you want to go to school here? Like, there, he's like, isn't there a college named yeah. U of H here? And I was like. Okay, no, you don't understand. You don't get Do you know how hard I had to work for this? Like, it didn't just happen for me. You know, like, it just, you know, it was like, it was hard. Like, it was keeping my grades, you know, like, amazing. And you know what I'm saying? So it was like all of that. And so it was kind of like, okay, well, I guess if you want to go there, it's like. Yeah, and I feel people learn about it, too. And, you know, this audience for the show and, and for what Jingle Bling does is, uh, like, like very similar to a lot of us. So just educating yourself on it, just finding out a little bit of the history of it will make you look at money and personal finance in a different way. Just learning about how neighborhoods were created and what some of these real estate loans, like how they how they came to be, like and what an FHA loan is and how it works and why, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like if you just learn a little bit about it, it'll totally just flip a switch in your brain. Well, what these cats were talking about, they're like, yeah, in the beginning, we were using our own money and we weren't able to advance more than Couldn't leverage one anything. deal. Exactly. He's like one deal a year. He's like, then I learned how to leverage my money <laughs> yeah. and use like other people's money type of thing. And that's when I'm like, Wait, you're not supposed to just be tying up all your money. You know what I mean? Yeah. The banks are supposed to, they, they want to be your friend, especially when you're talking about real estate. They don't want to be your enemy. Like, if you fucked up, they'll let you fix it and then they'll become your friend again, which is cool. Mm. It's like bankruptcy for an entrepreneur. That was one of the best gifts that we got was you could just say, fuck, I fucked up, start over. Yeah, but when you start over, those interest rates, when you try to do stuff, is doesn't matter. The point is that you can't do that everywhere. Here mm. in the United States, it's part of the founding fathers. It's like, if you fuck up, you are allowed to clean that slate with the exception of school loans, obviously, mm-hmm. and try again. That's a gift from the founding fathers. Mm. We don't always do everything the founding fathers. <laughs> <laughs> in business, we're talking about something. But, yeah. you know, speaking about all that, um, so very young on, I was making really good money because I used to work at Reliant, right? Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember talking about that. And my aunt, my two aunts, one who's involved in like, uh, she's a loan officer and the other one's a realtor, they would say, Marisol, like you really need to jump on buying you a little town home or something, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, like I don't want to like have that responsibility. This is probably like 2021. And I was like, that sounds like a lot of responsibility. Like I don't want it. And she's like, I know, but you're just kind of traveling. You're using your money to travel and party and, you know, you live in a nice apartment. You're at brunch. You over there. <laughs> mimosas. You got subscriptions. Don't give a fuck. Bottomless like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so she was like, you know, I was like, no, 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 no. Well, fast forward, like a few years later, I jumped into it and I, I had my first rental. And I don't know if it's just because you're young and you just really don't. I guess like it was just like if something breaks down, they call you and I was just like, oh, my God, yeah. like, really? Someone moves out. You have to rip the carpet out if they fucked it up. And so I finally ended up putting floor all over because I was tired of replacing the carpet. And then uh, actually right when we got together, right, that's when I sold. I had just sold um, that rental. You know what I'm saying? So I, I sold it and it's like. I wish I would have educated myself a little bit more about how, and I wouldn't have probably jumped into such a big house um, at that as my first one. Like it should have been a smaller house, probably a smaller project. 
um, versus going in big. So I wish that I would have kind of educated myself more on that. I did it. And, uh, I guess now I'm glad that I understand it better and I kind of know like, yeah, that that's convenient. That's not, that's not a good buy. That is a good buy. How much is it going to cost you Learning to remodel the, the that? Terminology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, so all those things I wish I would have kind of, and that, and now I was just telling him, was it yesterday when I told you, I was like, fuck, I shouldn't have sold my rental, huh? We should have kept it. And he was like, you know you learned from it you know just yeah you can't hang on to like you can't hang on to regret you should have just like you know, let it go and it is what it is and yeah the long-term play when i every anytime i look into it and study more and more in my free time the long-term play seems to always be the thing that attracts me more than the flip the quick flips like it's just doesn't appeal to me yeah 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 i'd rather i'd rather sit on it yeah, yeah that's rather, what i did i didn't fl- i did rem- i did remodel it i remodeled it because it was an older home um so i did remodel it but um uh, I want to be on a beach in Mexico eating tacos, <laughs> just getting that money sent in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just living that laptop Everybody, life. Everybody, yeah. Remote. Mm-hmm. Yep. I can hop on a plane. I'm out this bitch. Mm-hmm. And uh, money's just coming in. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And, and, and speaking <laughs> about all that, my mom never talked to me about like saving or anything like that, but she it was more like sit down and you need to learn how a business runs so yeah. you're not working for someone for the rest of your life and i think i've i've told you this before it's like in high school it was like everybody else was having a good time and about to party and i'd be like oh i can't meet up with y'all until my mom closes her shop because i got to close the register and if it's friday that means i have to do payroll and that means uh that was when i had to do manually mm-hmm. okay take out social security taxes, state taxes. So here I am with this paper, which tells you, oh, you you have how many kids? How many kids do you claim? Okay. Okay, that takes out, uh, okay, I take out 25, nine, okay. It was like so- Might dating herself with that man. story. Man, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was so annoying. I used to hate it. And, and um, my friends used to always be like, your mom doesn't have anyone that does that. I'm like, mm, no, she could, but, but I'm the person. But I'm me, the person. Yeah. She's gonna. She's not gonna want to hire. It's like for her, it was like, you don't want to work for someone for the rest of your life, so you need to learn this. And let me tell you something. The one thing that it paid off was when I did open my uh my job placement agency. I understood everything about taxes. While my girl, my my girl, my business partner, who was my girlfriend, she was like, um okay can you explain what's happening here like i don't understand i'm like okay so i'm like sit down with her i'm explaining her everything and like i'm trying to tell her like these are going to be you know we need to save all these receipts for this re-, you know what i'm saying so i'm going back and forth to kind of explain to her and so it was just like overwhelming for her she's like i remember i used to be like she used to be like okay can you just take care of that part i'm like or like when you get or like when you get in the music business and it's like, hey, uh, record stores are shutting down. Ain't no more CDs because they got self-sabotaged by Sony and all these people that are like, we're not only going to have artists, we're also going to sell blank CDs and CD burners. And, uh, and then there's this thing called streaming coming along or like, hey, there's there's ringtones. But don't get too excited. That's going to be temporary. You know, the iPhone's going to replace everything. Now they're streaming. That means you're going to get point zero 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 one of a penny every time somebody streams your shit so if you have a hundred thousand people stream your shit congratulations here you go a hundred dollars <laughs> dude ringtones man they used to be so popular now like everyone's got their phone there on silent no. or, or vibrate ah, it's hilarious that's funny bro yeah it's ironic it's, people used to love like oh hear my ring so they can hear the song i'm playing now it's like please don't let my phone go off i need to write that shit down <laughs> the irony send, a lot it, of back stuff. Side, <laughs> send man, it back I, I thought ringtones was gonna be my shit right yeah, but now everybody keep their shit on silent. <laughs> Unless you're my yeah, mine's you watch the light. Yeah, I keep mine on silent, and that's actually what I do. I have the light, so I know that someone's 
texting me. It took me a while to realize that, that some people actually did it just because they maybe don't feel it or it's in the distance. They just want to see the light and mm-hmm. not hear it. I get annoyed if you're somewhere and like someone's loud ass ringer comes mm-hmm. on. I'm like, hey, what are you doing? Yeah, like turn that shit off. Do you better. Know? Do better. Like you need to impeach them out of the coffee shop. <laughs> in a doctor's uh, can office. Can we have a meeting shit? here at this doctor's office and uh, <laughs> this person with a loud ass ringer? Please. Bitch, you impeached. There needs to be some rules. Like at the library. Can we um, can you can put a, can yeah. you put some yeah. rules? Can we impeach this coffee rules from this yeah. from this lobby? Can we impeach them? Old people. I remember when I got impeached as a substitute. It's like you got impeached from YouTube. I got impeached. You got impeached from YouTube. <laughs> okay. impeached. No, no, no. Tell everybody what okay. happened. Tell, right. tell the listeners because right. I've been getting so DMs it about it. New channel. I think I, I don't know if I'm gonna call it CBTV because technically I'm not allowed to have another YouTube. <laughs> so it may not. The email that we use for tell the them new, the backstory gonna, though. Bro. Okay. The email we're gonna use may not be able to be a, at chingobling.com. It might have to oh, be because a, at already, Gmail right. or something. Mm-hmm. So think about that. Yeah. Marinate. All right, so here's what happened. <clears throat> we were in the process of trying to give y'all some badass content. My boy Rob had a great idea. He's <laughs> like, yo. Uh, he's like, yo, we need to do more shit as Theo Hoover. I was like, I agree, dog. He's like, we just need like the right framework. Uh, you know, well, maybe he could do like reactions. I was like, all right, yeah, I'm down. What kind of reactions? And we just do fights. Fuck it. <laughs> so we'd get a couple emails like, hey, man, this shit belongs to somebody. It's a viral fight. Oh, okay, my bad. We'd be like, hey, man. Uh, what was the next one? Like, hey, the monetization's gonna like, go somewhere hey, else. Yeah, it's like, hey, don't worry. But uh, long story short, it it got to the p- when I was like, hey, Rob, we're almost done with this season, uh, so we might want to switch gears and react to something else next time. Well, we got an email that was like, hey, this is your strike. You got a first strike. Ninety percent of YouTubers that get a strike, they don't get a second strike for like ninety days, and it starts over or whatever. And uh, it's like you're just suspended for a week. That's what that's how I read it. Yeah, yeah, same. It's already it's suspended for a week. Unless another strike came in right after. Right. Or something, I don't know. But long story short, it's been a week and uh my shit's still cut off. And uh so it's an opportunity to start fresh and um and give y'all some dope shit, man. So I think a lot of that stuff is gone. <laughs> I don't know if, if they're gonna open up their servers and be like, Oh, here's Canelo, you know, here's these oh, other ones. Man. But it's an opportunity to start fresh, and uh, I want to treat it like a network. Like with you, with uh, Mighty Souls YouTube, we already have it kind of mapped out. Where you have like mm-hmm. workout Wednesdays. It's a lot of stuff she's trying to upload every week, so we might need about eight more editors. <laughs> but um, but I, I'm supportive. Yeah, baby, I guess it's doable. So uh, today, workout Wednesdays going up. What else do you have? Motherhood Mondays. Uh, Tip no, no, Tuesday. motherhood Monday is not happening. Uh, but but I am gonna do motherhood Monday on IG. Okay. So that is the hashtag. Yeah. And yeah. that's it. So what about for YouTube? What kind of stuff? But a YouTube, I am going to have vlogs, which is going to be her adventures. Thanks, Rob, for yeah. naming them. Her adventures. Her adventures. Yeah. yeah. Adventures. And so those would just kind of be vlogs of what like goes on in the day. Like, for example, today, what, you know what I'm saying? Like um, day to day. Like day to day. Just kind of like what we do, like the behind the scenes, stuff. day in life. Yeah. Um, and then, um, Workout. Uh, the tip Tuesday for the last two weeks, we haven't posted anything on there, but I'm still keeping up with it on my social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that I was kind of thinking of doing that I was telling Pete yesterday, which is like, eh, I don't know about that, was basically taking the clips from my IG story and making it into a video. But he was like, the quality isn't no. as good, so don't do it. She set the goal of like, fuck, it's tip Tuesday. I got to upload this thing. And it's like, okay, but if you're just grabbing stuff off of your IG uh, story and then somehow throwing it in iMovie and then putting it on YouTube, like 
it's not exactly like the kind of quality you trying to put out there. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to look at, okay, what's J-Lo doing with her YouTube? That's how we need money. Someone's to be. I don't have J-Lo money yet, but I'm working on it, okay? Yeah. She got some of the stuff J-Lo got. <laughs> Nothing. You know okay. J-Lo is God. <laughs> Not God for the before Big Brother start. Is She's God. G-A-W, everybody. G-A-W-D. G-O-U-H. Like she's that D. girl, like that G-U-R-L. Yeah, exactly. Not that girl. Yeah. Um, she's doing it. Yeah, she's her vlogs are pretty interesting too and she makes them nice and short and sweet and get to the point and but she doesn't do them the whole like good morning everyone or you know what i'm saying or whatever mm -hmm. it is it's kind of like what's happening in her day she'll be sitting at the table you'll see her like doing certain things which is kind of cool to see you know um at least for me if you're a fan i guess of anything right, right. it's kind of cool for you to mm -hmm. see um one of the things that i also want to start doing because we haven't documented it and what made me feel that way was he did such a good job in his early years of documenting when he was on the road and all those tapes that we have nothing we have not done. So hopefully on the new channel, mm -hmm. on the new channel, we'll have those episodes for people to watch. That could be one of the series. Yeah. Yes. Um, we haven't done that in the five years that he's been on the road. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like now that I have a camera, um, shout out to him. My husband forgave me that from her. Shout yeah. out to Hotline Bling was four years ago. I know. Yeah, I can't believe that. And uh, I'm trying to get back in the studio, dog, but we got so many other things going on. Good problem. Yeah. And it's not a bad I'm problem. I'm trying to say is you probably want me in that booth is what I'm trying to tell you because, you know, Hotline Bling was four years ago. Put a fire. You know, you can't ride off that wave forever. So I'm thinking <laughs> I'm going to start doing her adventures, but with some behind the scenes of when we're on the road. Does that make sense? Well, the, what about the footage from DC? Is that a her adventure? It is a her adventure. Okay. So it sounds like you need more editors. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it sounds like you need to probably like make a text or a call. Like, hey, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be like, hey, uh, do you need Frank to do anything? Like, what's yeah. going on? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I have so many so, other decisions to make that I always put my stuff last. You know what I'm saying? Well, so, I mean, my channel, I know I want to do, obviously, this is... My new channel will have this podcast. That's mm -hmm. one of the things we're going to give you. Also, podcast clips. Would that be on the same channel, maybe? Mm -hmm. I would say so. It's okay. just a different playlist. So same channel, different playlist. We're going to take, like, let's say we're talking to Juan Villarreal or a comedian or, or an act, somebody, and it's like we're talking about, like, mental health or some shit. It's like, all right, five-minute five, five minute clip, you know, Chingo and Javi talk about Whataburger yeah. or whatever. Um, so, boom, clips and podcasts. Uh, maybe like another Theo Juve type of react or some type of show like that. That's boom. That's the third thing. Uh, I want to. A mini series that we've been yeah, talking but about. That, but that's, that's, that's not a weekly. Scale. Yeah. That's not a weekly. Even like music videos. Are you dropping those every week? No, no that's no. going to be monthly. So it's kind of hard to promise mm -hmm. and commit to people. It's just like, yeah, here and there, maybe one a month if I'm lucky. So the reason why the workout Wednesdays and then the vlogging on Thursdays isn't hard for me is because basically what I will do is I will record that one workout for like a, I'm a week ahead. So like, for example, today we had Joseph come out, he recorded the workout. So it's also part of my vlog. So we just take that portion of the vlog, I'm sorry, of the workout or yeah, of the vlog basically. Mm -hmm. And I turn it into the um, workout the workout Wednesday. Wednesday. However, one thing that I want to do on it, right, is kind of more do a voiceover on some of the the movements because um, I think it's important for people versus watching it and explaining it. So one thing that I feel like I need to do is I'm definitely going to have to do a voiceover on those clips. So maybe, yeah, when, when let's say when Joe has it edited, he can um, be like, okay, 
here's the workout segment. It's uh, there's no audio. Here's mm-hmm. where you can do a voiceover mm-hmm. and then drop it in. Mm-hmm. Sus. Yeah. So that needs to be uploaded tonight, Rob. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Send me the link. Yeah. So um so yeah so that's basically uh what so the plan yeah. is and then her and then her adventures is the entire day to, to entire day from start to beginning. So yes, the workout is still in there, but it's more of a montage type mm-hmm. thing versus me breaking stand it alone down stand alone explaining what the workout is for what you know what we're working out that day etc so maybe y'all can give me some ideas uh anybody listening and anybody in this room so so far we have podcasts for chingo we have podcast clips for chingo and maybe some kind of like deal who reacts uh i know there's got to be something else that's like sustainable and my model of course people love that yeah my model needs to come back maybe he does gym fell uh, reactions or i don't know if that's Why too not? similar i don't know if that's too similar like if re- that's the framework though it's just you know a different person and doing we we definitely want more spanish stuff so i almost want theo oh, yeah, we talked about that i almost want theo Hoover to have like i don't know what guests i would have so that might be hard to sustain but just some kind of like almost like bill burr's solo thing or just him at a bar it's just i don't know but we need more spanish stuff uh, and then comedy in general too. We talked about that. Like we want to have stand up clips, but that's going to require um, the right way to shoot your stand up. Is you're going to want like multiple cameras, so you can get like the crowd, you can get this angle, and you can get the the main frontal like shot or whatever. Um, and the way we roll, it in order to pull that off, it has to be like, hey, comedian, <laughs> can you? Uh, Keep an eye on this camera. Yeah. I mean, that's how Schultz does it. Yeah. Um, hey, so can you keep an eye on this camera? Um, and and I have to get good at crowd work because otherwise it's like you're just filming the same shit over and over again. Yeah. So I'm back to square one. Uh, we have podcasts, podcast clips, and just some kind of reaction. But uh, please send us some ideas. If not, I'm going to have to get real aggressive with these music videos, you know, now that I'm back in the booth. You know what I'm talking about? Bangers. Um, I saw that you did a, a poll on here. Oh, yeah. Let's Did see. you get anything? Ice on my tooth. Back in the booth. Copping the loot. Rocking the boot. Okay. What else? That was it? <laughs> that was I'm it. I'm trying to kill time. So no, y'all can find that text or whatever y'all doing over there. Uh, oh, I, I saw that he did a poll. I, did, I don't yeah. know if anybody sent it, anything. You know, uh, no? out of the 350 people that saw the story, nobody sent in a question. Okay, well. Well, thanks, guys. How <laughs> 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 dare you? Um, I don't know how this podcast is going after all. So, yeah, right. so here's what we got to do. I need to set up, like, whatever I'm going to call it, CBTV. We need to find an email that don't say Chingo Bling in it. And... <laughs> So these my Google don't find out, and then uh, and then I I need to do my press junket like the press statement like this is Tio Juventino toda la gente este apenas salí de YouTube jail or something you know what I mean um, está, your your wig's all messed crunk. up si está muy lit muy crunk pero, you're wearing a you're wearing a jail suit pero les prometemos our orange one YouTube, orange jumper and then it says YouTube jail we get. We could probably have Frank shoot it like Takashi style, like like he just got out. Like, please, please, sir, sir, please tell us. <laughs> like when you like we did one with Elvis one time. Yeah. I got in an Elvis suit, and they were like, "Elvis, we heard you coming back to Memphis. Hey, hey, let me tell you something." That's when we were going <laughs> to Memphis, Tennessee. That was That's how, how we, we promoted promote the show. It's like <laughs> let's go get an Elvis suit. A TMZ, like, oh shit, hey man, Elvis, what's up, dog? Hey, 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 how you doing? Call me the king, please. Maybe we could do it that style, like Theo Hove, fresh out of court. Like, me hicieron impeach, pero sabes que? Sabes que? 
Because uh, it, it could really be, a, if we do it right, it could really be a chance for people to be like, yo, I wouldn't subscribe to the first one, mm -hmm. but just based on this, I'm subscribing to the second. Because I had how many? 200 and something. 225. 225,000. Hopefully all of those and then some. Yeah. By giving sure. them quality content in a timely, organized, in a good, programmable fashion. And you and you, and you hit emphasizing all those things like notifications, a smack, you know, to the like button. Yeah. Subscribe. And as long as the shit's good. People want entertainment. Mm. We just got to make it a priority. Yeah, I agree. Cool. Awesome. So on that note, please follow my new page when I come up. <laughs> and we'll see you guys next week. We'll see Mighty Soul tonight speaking at Fuck Up Nights. Yeah, come out if you're in Houston. Even though this is going to be late, but oh well. And uh, I don't know if this is uploaded before, but uh, Tacoma, Tacoma, Howard, Albuquerque, Albuquerque, San Antonio, and then finally Fort Worth. Chingobling.com. Gracias. Peace. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.